My name is Kevin Wyndham, and I'm nowhere near an expert on grief. I'm just an average guy who, unfortunately, has experienced some grief in my life. And I would like to share with you a little bit about my story and what I have experienced. To give you the the context, Back in 2005, actually September the 2nd, so we're just on the other side of the anniversary of that date. September the 2nd, 2005, my father was working in a little convenience store south of Moundville, about 25 miles south of Tuscaloosa, and a young man walked in the door, pulled a pistol, and shot my father. He was dead before he hit the ground. I got a call and said, Kevin, you need to come home. Something's happened. Some other family members were trying to reach me, um, but I wasn't told exactly what happened. It took me about 20, 30 minutes to drive home. And on the way south, I am pretty sure that the Lord spoke to me and told me what had happened and said, Kevin, he's, he's gone. When I got there, that was confirmed. Um, and if you had asked me the day before, Kevin, how will you react if this happened? Uh, I would have given you a different answer of exactly what happened. I almost went into survival mode. My brain kicked in and helped me to take care of the things that needed to be taken care of, to console my mother, calm her down a little bit as much as I could, to call family members, including my brother, and inform them of exactly what had happened, to kind of give them a status report on what was going on with the investigation that I knew about at that point, uh, all that kind of thing. Uh, I, I was in control and, I don't know exactly how to explain how that happened, except to say that it was only by the grace of God that I was able to perform uh, and act and was reacting the way that I did at that moment. It, it was simply amazing to me how I was able to do the things that I did, not only right there at that moment, but in the subsequent hours, days, months, uh, it, it's just kind of remarkable to me. How did losing my dad affect me? Um, well, yes, there was, you know, some initial shock right then and there. Um, it, it was a tremendous punch in the gut, uh, one that sometimes comes back up. Uh, and you feel like you've been punched in the gut, and here we are 18 years later, uh, and you still get that punch in the gut. Uh, and as, as some people said, you know, going through something like this, just it, has, it just absolutely sucks. Uh, sorry to, to go blue right there a little bit. But, yeah, it's just, it's just horrendous. Uh, it's just a horrific thing to experience and go through 
and, and that stings. And then after, you know, the initial, initial days and going to the funeral and all that, then you have to march on and you get the first. Uh, Dad was, like I say, killed in September. Well, just that next month would have been my mother and father's 50th wedding anniversary. And so we had to go through that. December 24th, Christmas Eve was my dad's birthday. So we had to have his birthday without him there. And then Christmas without him there. And then, you know, Father's Day rolls around next summer. You have this entire year of first and he's not there. And then there's all the little things where if he had gone to a ball game with you, he's not there. If you wanted to go fishing with him, he's not there. Uh, you wanted to call him and tell him about something that happened. You can't do it. I can remember something happening and I picked up the phone. This was probably just a couple of weeks after he died. I picked up the phone and got it all the way up to my ear and realized I couldn't call him. And I had to slowly set that phone back down. And it, that was that was so painful to have to do. It was it was disappointing. It was utter sadness. Um, and yes, in amongst all this, you have these waves of moments where you're angry and you're mad and you're confused and you under, don't understand why this has happened. And, you know, how could it have happened? And, you know, he's such a wonderful guy, great father, great community man, great husband, deacon in this church, community leader. And he, how could this have happened? You know, the old adage of, why do good things happen to, uh, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? And you just don't have any answers right there. And so you go through all this and, and yes, it's grief. And so how in the world do you deal with this? How do you cope with this? Um, and all of these various triggers that come up and sometimes they seem to come out of nowhere. Sometimes they are those events uh, you know, like birthdays or anniversaries or uh, special times. Like when my nephew was born, uh, dad wasn't there. He he couldn't be there, you know, and oh my goodness, how his heart would have just burst with joy at the birth of his grandson. And then all the things that they could have done, all those little triggers come up. And at different times, these triggers make you angry. They make you sad. They um, make you confused, they, they make you want to cry, they make you want to scream. Um, the, all of these triggers are there. So how do you cope with this? How do you, how do you deal with this grief? Um, and I've, I've told this to other people who have experienced the, the loss of family members and, and such. If you get sad, cry. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. If you get angry, Go into a back room or, or go outside and scream. Get a stress ball and just squeeze the living daylights out of it. Um, or fold laundry or do some laundry, you know, do some ironing. You wash the car, cut the grass, do something to to spin that that anger, that hatred, that that burning that you've got inside of you. If you want to talk to that loved one, do it. Talk to them. Okay. You're you're processing those emotions, you're letting them out. Uh, the greatest thing I can tell you to do to deal with grief is to pray. 
to, to open up your heart uh, and to pray to God. Yes, you can lean on your family, and I'm not just talking about those people that are kin to you, but your coworkers, your your close-knit group of friends. These people, they love you. They will be there if you ask them. And sometimes you just need to talk. Sometimes you just want to sit in the room and not talk. You just want to have them nearby. Do that. Rely on that. But remember, your greatest friend is Christ. And rely on him. He experienced loss. I mean, remember the story of Lazarus. The, the, the shortest verse in the Bible is my favorite verse in the Bible. It's Jesus wept. His, one of his best friends died, and he wasn't there. And Jesus wept. He was sad. <laughs> how awesome is that that our Lord loved someone? He had a friend. That, that tells us how human he was and that he experienced these human emotions. And so it's okay for us to cry. It's okay for us. To, to feel pain. Because think about it, we, if we did not love someone, we wouldn't feel the pain. And even though that pain is, yeah, in some ways a burden, we've got that love. You know, the, the old adage is it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. And that is so very true. And so how do we process this grief? How do we deal with it? How do we cope with grief? We, we talk to Jesus. We pray to Jesus. We drop our bucket in, in the well of grace. And that grace which Christ provide is bottomless. It is endless. That well will never dr run dry. If you need Christ's grace, if you need him to relieve some of this grief and some of this despair, this anguish, this anxiety, whatever whatever label you want to put it on it there, you drop that bucket into the well of grace. And when I promise you, when you pull that bucket up, that grace will be in there and it will sustain you through. And that is so refreshing to know. That is so refreshing to help you get through Th those moments that just seem like you can't get through them. And it is such a blessing to, to have Christ in your life. And if you, you don't know him, dive into the scriptures, learn who he is, learn what he is, and build that relationship. That's what he wants. He wants a relationship with you. And if you've got that relationship with Christ, you can share with him your grief, and he will help you through it. And that is the greatest thing I can tell you when you're experiencing something horrific like I've gone through. We, we've all experienced various levels of pain that just tear us apart. And how can we get through these things? We rely on each other. We rely on our family and our friends. And we can rely on Christ who can help us through it all. If I can be of service to you, do not hesitate to reach out to me. I'll glad to, t to tell you more about this story, uh, to tell you how I take, you know, daily steps and to breathe and to process and to go through. And if I can talk to you about Christ, I invite you to, 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 let, to let me know that. Um, I would be glad to do that. I hope that if you're experiencing grief, that you are able to process it and give it over to Christ 
and things will get better in time. The hurt will always be there, but things will get better, and you've got Christ that can help you get through that. So thank you for listening, and have a great day. Wow. Wow, that's all I can say. Uh, Kevin Wyndham, everyone. Um, these are some strong, strong uh, people that uh, that this has helped. I, 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 I hope that you are listening, you know, I don't even want to, I, I just let that, let that breathe. Uh, better to have love lost than not at all. Just remember that love, um, you know, and uh, how we, and, 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 you know, I believe as well that our, you know, we can drop our bucket in the well of grace that that grief and that pain and we can pray and um listen these people i know these people and um they are this is why I this is why I, I chose their conversations to listen to right uh, because of it's encouraging and empowering uh to others um you know i felt that that was not just rhetoric right uh, this person I've known Kevin uh, for for a minute now, and whenever I see him, uh, this is who he is: strong. He's uh, uh, passionate about Christ and just passionate about life. Always with a smile on his face, uh, even going through having gone through that. And so, uh, thank you to all. Thank you to all. Uh, uh, who have allowed us to uh, listen to their conversations. Uh, stay tuned. We have uh, a few more after hours conversations that we're going to uh, listen to. But this, when it rains, um, think we are uh, probably more that we'll listen to, but uh, uh, this will be it for that. Stay tuned for some more after hours, though.